0: Welcome back to The Bunt, the people's podcast, brought to you by the number one shoe in skateboarding, Vans.
1: They shot where?
0: Yeah, I got that. Y'all want to know why they number one? Because they do shit like this. House of Vans is popping this weekend in TDOT, September 21st to 23rd. It's all happening at the Bentway, underneath the Gardener. You gotta be there. Yo, it's about
1: to go diggity down in TDOT this weekend. <laughs> Peeps ain't ready. You dig I'm saying? Yo, highlights include a musical performance by Dram, a community market Rental Magazines Release and Photo Exhibition. A skate park that I'm going to bless a couple switch trays in. And Grease Wheels of Death, a live cooking experience with Toronto legend, Maddie Matheson.
0: It all starts on Friday at 3 p.m. with the Community Market. That's going all weekend until Sunday at 7. And also on Friday night, Maddie Matheson is going live with his Grease Wheels of Death. Saturday night is the DRAM live performance and the Rental Magazine launch and photo exhibition. And last but not least, Sunday night, it is going down with the House of Vans' best trick. bro.
1: the biggest names in Canadian skateboarding are going to have obstacles popping. The Bunt, Classic Grip, Club Gear, and Sternum fucking trucks. Fuck the chest,
0: baby. Vans off the wall since 1960, Motherfucking six. Drop that bitch.
2: And
1: now, live from Studio E, the bunt with Saifa and Donovan.
0: Your boys are back. We barely survived glory challenge dime you guys did it again congrats on the contest an amazing weekend in mtl but the show must go on man it's another week it's another interview ghost ants one what we got going down this week it's a mad thing in studio e this week man Uh,
1: our bodies are a little rough as you said the glory challenge brings out the best and the worst in all of us fucking epic things thanks again uh this week we popping with one of our favorite humans dopest funniest nicest guys in the game tory goodall a canadian icon who fucking bounced over to the uk and then we taking it to the post office you know what i'm saying hollering at some of our peeps hey <laughs> and uh also what? Oh yeah, it's football season And I'm 6-0 and o. <laughs> Let's go, baby How are you possibly
0: 6-0? and o? It's been two weeks and you're in
1: two weeks I'm in three Don't forget my shitty public league That I'm also 2-0 and o first oh, place in on. The one you <laughs> thought was a mock draft? Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait, wait, hold on Before we skip, I just gotta call someone out Homie who bet me about the Wade game I'm accepting an e-transfer Someone tapped me and said Yo, if you fucking pick right on the game of skate i'll give you a hundred american dollars and if i'm right you got to shout me out so you ain't getting no shout out you or your dog until i get that e transfer dms at the bunt we'll figure it out motherfucker.
0: usd son yeah we ain't playing (laughs) well he ain't playing and of course i picked my boy wade for fuck's sakes that was a barn burner in itself before we get things started Y'all hear this every week, so if you haven't done it yet, make sure to follow us on Instagram at The Bunt Live, leg like us on Facebook at The Bunt, and keep sending them emails to TheBuntLive at gmail.com. And you know we're going to be posted up in the community market at House of Vans this weekend, September 21st to 23rd. Come check your Bunt boys, at The Bentway in our booth. It's going to be popping, dog.
1: Y'all been asking for it. We're delivering. We got our gear ready. That new, new from the Bunt Boys this weekend come through the
0: booth, you diggy? Man, we got Tory in the building like the ghost told you. Wherever this guy goes, becomes a local legend. And in Studio E, his jersey's gonna be in the rafters forever, man. Ain't that the truth. Ants1, before we even get started, give this man a round of applause, please. Y'all ain't ready. Only one thing left to do before we get started, man. Where are those green cans at? Canada's premium pilsner. Steam whistle. It's, a cool, it's a cool thing. Still, still. Alright, Tori, man. You ready for this? Uh yeah. Yeah, I think Inside so. Inside Studio E, man. Long time Damn coming. Dude, man.
2: I've just been waiting to get in Studio E. I'm so glad I'm finally here, man. <laughs> Big pings, yo. I like the visual, too. It's not how I pictured it. The chandelier. Yeah,
3: just... <laughs> That's nice. Dude, is that a loft conversion?
1: Hell yeah.
2: Nice, man. That's dope, man. That's
1: being resourceful.
0: Big renovations coming. The people ain't ready.
1: It's looking good, boys.
0: It's looking good. We're coming up, dog. So you know we start every show off the same. Hit us with your favorite skate moment and your favorite sports moment.
2: <laughs> All right, I actually I, I knew that it's like the standard thing, so I thought about it, and I still don't know who either of the guys are, but here they are. Um, the skate one is, uh, speaking to Shrimp C, <laughs> <you> know, <laughs> Fucking so much love for Shrimp seed. <laughs> He knows what I'm talking about anyways, but he showed me this a long time ago. I don't even, uh, it's like a, it's a foundation video. It might even be from the 80s or something. I think it's called Glam Boys on Wheels. I tried to look it up on YouTube, I don't even think it's on YouTube. I think I found it on Daily Motion <laughs> or some shit. Yeah.
1: That's when you're deep diving.
2: Yeah, yeah. And there's this part in it. I don't know who the guy is, but it's the most heroic shit I've ever seen on a skateboard. This dude, like, fucking, he's butt naked with a sock around his dick. And he drops in on a vert ramp and, like, flies off the side of the vert ramp and just starts to wall ride, like, into the abyss. And it's like, it's just like a it's like a fucking building that like curves and the dude launches out the vert ramp and just tries to wall ride it and it's in slow-mo. And then it just cuts out and I was like, oh my god. And then fucking <laughs> right after they cut to some other shot and the same dude appears. And uh, he's got, like, the sock around his dick and everybody's cheering. He's like, yeah. And he just fucking <laughs> drops in on the vert ramp and does a fucking ho-ho plant. Like, you know, like, two hands down handstand. Yeah. Butt naked. And, like, lands it. <laughs> and and then, like, everybody's going nuts. I don't know. That That's the skate one. We
0: need to find out who that man is. Yeah, I don't ahead. know.
2: You guys got to, like, uh, plug into your community. Yeah, yeah. I'd like to know as well. And then the the sports one is, um, I mean, also, the fucking World Cup quarterfinals was pretty dope with you guys. Dude. Yeah, that was building. (laughs) But um, I don't know the guy's name either, but I think he, uh, as legend has it, he's like a, a guy who likes to sniff powder. And uh, I can't, I, like, dude, I don't know shit about sports. And I forget who he <laughs> played for, but it was like he had the habit of after scoring a goal, he'd celebrate and pretend like the goal lines were like lines of coke. And he would get on his knee. Do you guys know who this is?
0: No. Dude, no, we gotta
2: heard look that. this shit up, too. I forget the guy's name, but he, like, I just know about it because of England. And, um, like, being in England and uh yeah the dude would get on his knees and pretend to do like a giant line of coke off the ground and he'd get like huge fines (laughs) like they'd (laughs) they'd find him like tens of thousands of pounds and he'd still continue to do it (laughs) and like there's this clip of him but he's like doing it and his fucking friends are pulling him up like no, don't do it and he like shakes (laughs) them all off and like does it again it's
0: so fucking crazy wow yeah yeah so all right yeah we got some research to do to find these two Guys. you got to
2: figure out how the, who those two guys are.
0: <laughs>
1: so take us back to the beginning. Where did you come up and how did you get into skating? I'm from Maple Ridge, British Columbia, which is a, like a suburb of
2: Vancouver, like an hour out or something. It's like, you know, pretty typical, shitty suburban place. And uh, I started skating like in like 1993 or something like that. And, uh, it was at the point where, like, I've probably never seen a skate video or anything. You just see, like, someone skating in the parking lot. <laughs> like, mm. you know, whatever. And, uh, I was, I was always really fascinated by it. And then, um, when I got to, like, elementary school, I think, fucking, whatever, kindergarten. Do you guys know Jordan Hoffert? Oh, yeah. Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. Jordan's, like, my day one, <laughs> like, I've known him <laughs> since kindergarten. And, um he kind of he I think he had a skateboard that whatever he was like five years old or some shit Or no 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 no. probably like yeah we started skating when we were like eight and I got into it through him somehow I think I saw him with the skateboard and I, I found out there was a skate shop and bought one and then I remember going with him to this spot near my house where you could roll off a drop that was like one foot high and we both like Perfect. figured out how to do it and then that yeah that was pretty much where it came from.
1: Damn, yo, you guys took some some separate paths. <laughs>
2: yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Jordan, though, man. I haven't talked to him in a while, but yeah, like, I've, he's my friend since we were fucking six.
1: He's out here doing big spin heel blunts on handrails, and you're <laughs> sipping a beer, yo. Dude, I've seen Something him do happened. it. I saw him
2: do that shit for the first time. It was fucking insane, man. Like, yeah, yeah, I know.
0: So, man, for someone who's made it, made the big time in the skate industry... What was your first big break? <laughs> what,
2: made the big time? <laughs> You're as big as it gets, doc. Yeah, okay. Uh, like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, man. like um, My first big break was, like, I think my first big break was, like, as big as it ever got. I got, like, flowed
0: shoes. Shoes, <laughs> man. From yeah. who? Who was the lucky company?
2: Dude, DVS, man. Shout out. Dude. Super distribution. Let's get it. I you know, but actually, for real, they, super distribution was super cool to me when I was younger. They hooked me up when I was like 16.
1: Yeah, fuck. I remember, I remember you You had an ad, yo, Nolly Inward Heel, I think. DBS <laughs> yeah, art. man,
2: super I hooked it up. McD was the team manager. RIP Peter Sullivan, man, that guy looked out for shitloads of people. Oh yeah. But yeah, no, no, like fucking uh, my big start. <laughs> yeah, I got like, I got like flowed shoes from a sales rep. <laughs> you know? <laughs>
1: That's how it all begins, baby Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's pretty big time, man In Canada Yeah, that's it's we, true, we man dream of Yo, but here. don't Super let these huge Don't let these dog.
2: fucking distribution deals Hold you down, man oh, <laughs> you got a in them. <laughs> Don't get that package deal, man For all these kids Like, don't make the mistake I made Yo, fuck You know, the ride the chest, who you want to ride for the
1: Real shit, man Fuck the chest
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, straight up Fuck the chest. That's how we do. So, yo, you hit the scene pretty hard with your part in baby steps. You know what I'm saying? Watching <laughs> in skate shops across the nation.
2: Really? I didn't... Dude, I didn't realize... I didn't know that until you told me that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: how, how, much, how much fun was filming for that video in that little era for you?
2: Oh, man. That was, like... That was so much fun. That was, like, the most fun. Because that was just my friend Rob that filmed, like... I don't know. Like, then... Uh, I sound old as fuck but you guys kind of know it's like it wasn't like uh we knew we had some way of like showing off it's like you'd film shit and like the only way it would turn into a video is if someone like thought Mm -hmm. it was worth turning into a video which is like (laughs) not really easy to make that happen at the time but like you know my friend Rob is kind of like into filming at the time we were like yo let's try to get these people in the video you know like it was pretty fun you know we got like bradley in it and he's like insane like yeah it was cool man that whole thing was super cool
0: yeah that was back in an era when you needed the filmer to actually be super devoted if if people yeah, were gonna yeah. See your footage. and that was
2: just that was just my friend so it was like the only way i filmed for it is because that's just who i went skating with as you know, it's like, I, there's no other way, because filming me is fucking insane. But, like, I think me and, me and my friend Rob, we were the ones, like, pushing it. And then from there, we were, like, trying to get other people to be in the video. And uh, that's kind of whatever. I mean, it's weird talking about it, because it's, like, a fucking, like, <laughs> suburban
1: skate video from 10 years <laughs> ago. But, like, yeah, it was dope. Yeah, that shit went hard, man. Shouts to that back nose grind, no push, nollie heel, back tail line. Classic. <laughs> Sick, man. <laughs> what do you mean? What do you think
2: people across the nation saw that video? Definitely across Dude, man, Canada. We,
0: we watched that video at, at Adrift all the time. Really? I was talking to Devin today, and he's like, what are you doing tonight? And I'm like, oh, we're interviewing Tori. I'm like, you got a question for him? He's like, hmm, maybe not a question, but tell him that I watched his Baby Steps part over and over. Really? Oh Dude. man, that's
2: dope, man. That's the flattering. People have seen it, man. <laughs> but the one and only video part, like fucking 10 years ago. No, fucking more, like <laughs> 12 <laughs> years ago.
1: You gave the people what it, they like wanted. Matt Miller says, if you did it, you did it.
0: <laughs> you know okay, I'll take it. I'll take that, Matt Miller. <laughs> so you wrote for Quicksilver back in the same era? <laughs> Can you tell us about the infamous camping trip you guys did from vancouver to edmonton any wild stuff happened with the boys in the woods that the people need to hear about
2: <laughs> you know nothing like super crazy that trip was fucking hilarious though because uh yeah like i skated for quicksilver which is also like funny because my friend uh a friend my friend dario like got a job with them and uh he just ran the, like, Canadian skate program, which just turned into, like, fuck it, let's go on trips and, like, take all our friends. And that one was, like, we took, like, all of our friends. <laughs> like It was, like, you know, like, he was kind of fucking pushing it, like, putting me on the team and stuff. <laughs> but, you know, we, like, put on, like, oh, let's put on, like, whoever so we can go hang out. And then we went on that trip and we're, like, let's just invite everybody so it went from like whatever there's like 10 people that were supposed to be on it and it was like 30 people
1: oh shit
2: and we were just driving around in bc like camping in the woods so it's like you can't get up to anything too crazy but you know it was fucking super fun and it was hilarious going to like certain places where you do a demo at a skate shop and kids want your autograph and shit and you're just like (laughs) this is insane but um yeah that trip was wicked you know i met duster for the first time you know i kicked it with like you know people like xander and shit you know like i never met them before and i met them on that trip and like it was cool like mad other people and fucking dude like you guys wouldn't even know but (laughs) you know mitch sharon yeah Mm -hmm. dude mitch was on that trip i think lex was on that trip there's like you know, fucking people that had quit skating for, like, five years came on that trip. And it was it was so sick. We just, like, went camping
1: and had a fucking super good time. That sounds epic, man. When you get fucking an in with one of those companies with money to burn.
2: Yeah, you got to rinse it, man. You got to rinse that shit. <laughs> Straight up, though. And I think we did. Dude, the whole thing folded, like, right after that. <laughs> I mean, obviously, that didn't do it. But, you know, imagine whatever we did it was that times a hundred in america you know what i mean mean? it's like they were paying those guys like fucking money (laughs) and like i don't think anybody did shit like it was like cool man thanks
1: (laughs) gotta love it when you can fucking get yours
2: yeah hell yeah it's a
1: dog eat dog world in this skate shit man
2: yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) straight up
1: well that's fucking dope so you moved to montreal from bc why the move
2: um, I think I just wanted to go live there. I'd, I'd like visited once before and it was super fun and then uh, I was going to school at the time and I knew that tuition in Quebec was like fucking a quarter of the price everywhere else in the country. So I was like, hey, if I want to go to school, I can like finesse the <laughs> education system and just pay way less and go to school there so i was like yeah fuck it i'm gonna do that and then like also montreal's dope you know i want to go there and see it and stuff so that was pretty much it
0: genius financial move i like it so (laughs) give us your best mcgraw story from the montreal days
2: (laughs) oh dude mcgraw man you're fucking you're gonna put me on blast man because i'm a i'm like a big mcgraw fan
0: i think everyone is man
2: yeah 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 i guess so yeah that's true true but, like, my, my close friends that I'd, like, talk to skating about, I'd be like, dude, that guy, Andrew McGraw, is fucking dope. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, you know, I was, like, a fan of McGraw. And then I moved to Montreal, and I remember, like, I went skating with him a couple of times. And, like, I remember one time we went skating. I can't even remember what we were doing, but he, like, picked me up, and he was in his car. He's like he's like yo you like max b <laughs> i was like yeah <laughs> he's like you like gucci shit. i was like yeah dude this is sick <laughs> and then like we just drove around and, like and this is like fucking 2008 or whatever you know like when it was like hell yeah <laughs> i remember like going to like barry and shit or like whatever just like i was actually kind of star starstruck when i was like kicking it with mcgraw at first you know that's
1: so sick Damn. Fucking big shout out to McGraw, man. He is OG as fuck. Still fucking shredding as if he, he hasn't aged a day, man. Still yeah, fucking insane.
2: skating so good, man. It's insane. Like, he is so sick. But, yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I was probably too, like, fucking fanned out to, like, properly kick it with McGraw. But,
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's a man. Yeah, well, you'll get to see him this weekend, so. Oh. Mm. You know? Yeah, hopefully he doesn't
2: hear this before I see you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so then you went from Montreal to New York. Why that move?
2: Uh, no, I never lived in New York. I just I just used to go there when I lived in Montreal all the time. Oh,
1: okay, okay. okay. I just
2: like take the Greyhound if I had like fucking any amount of time that I could be there, pretty much. But I guess at the time, like I I basically spend the summers there, like
0: when I lived in Montreal. So, how did you end up meeting the Quarter Snacks gang? And uh, big shout out to your Quarter Snacks Quicksilver part. Legendary <laughs> things, man. <laughs> really, dude? Oh, I, I love that I, one.
2: I watched that, like, I don't know, not that recently, but I remember watching it. I was like, oh, dude, this is fucking bad. even like, had, like, had a serious like,
0: quote when we just watched it. You, know, you care to share it? I that, was like, that you could see the booze coming out of his pores. Oh.
2: <laughs> but I watched it. I was like, dude, I should have. Like skated better. This is like embarrassing. Did
0: a couple hangover <laughs> sessions or what? Oh,
2: like fuck. Yeah. I, I the only the only way that happened is because ex- it was like an excuse for me to try to stay. It was me milking that Quicksilver shit. I was like, "Yo, can you pay Quick Costa to like film me if I just stay here for like three more weeks?" <laughs> oh, <laughs> you know what I mean? God. Like it was like me and Costa were just trying to hang out, and I was like, I was like, "Yo, can you like pay Costa to do this?" I don't think they gave me money. I was just, like, fucking, <laughs> like, like, racking up my credit card or some shit. And I was, like, just pay Kosa to film me. So I was, like, we were just hanging out. Like, we were probably... I remember <laughs> there's, like, a part in that that I remember where it's, like, we, like, went and filmed some fucking... I don't know. He just filmed some, like, funny HD clip. And it was, like, the club we were going to every night at the time. Like, you know, like, we were, it was, like, we weren't trying to skate at all. <laughs> But I mean, we were actually. It was super fun. It was fucking a blast. But but yeah. So anyways, that's like uh, got off track. But no, I've known Costa since I was fucking fifteen. And that was like ten years later or something. But um, I know I know Costa from visiting New York with uh, Price. Like you guys know Price, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's like you know, Price is like my fucking best friend, and he's always lived back and forth between Vancouver and New York, and. He, like, when we started hanging out, he, he was like, yeah, let's go to New York. Fucking, we'll stay with my dad. And I was, like, 14 at the time. And I was like, what? You can, <laughs> like, you know, like, you can go to New York? <laughs> you know, like, he was like, yeah, man. I was like, uh, I was like, what? What are you talking about? You know, he was like. I was, like, asking about the Brooklyn banks and shit, and he's like, yeah, I've been there. I was like, what? Like, what, what are you talking about? But, like, I fucking... I went to New York with Price, like, pre-9-11. Like, we skated midtown when you didn't even get kicked out and shit, and, like, the seaport ledges and stuff. It was insane. And I met Costa at that time, and he had, a he had like, a proto-Quarter Snacks website called 5050skateboarding.com. <laughs> And he was what? like 14 and he built a website and it was Cosa uh-huh. and like this other kid Felipe <laughs> This dude Felipe was fucking filming with the you know the weird canon camera that was all grainy
0: Oh yeah yeah I remember He that had one. that Kind of looked like a three chip but wasn't Yeah it?
2: yeah he had that and he 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 broke his leg and he had a cast and he'd ride a scooter and film you skating <laughs> <laughs> it was It was so crazy man but yeah, like Costa is like I know, like Costa and Ty and shit. I've known them since like back then, and Ben and shit. Like we've been, like I've known them for, of like almost twenty years or something.
0: Damn. So eventually, you moved across the pond, left Canada, for greener pastures. What was behind that decision?
2: <laughs> um. I just fucking I was in New York. Actually it was that same time when I was talking about just trying to like stay in New York and hang out with Costa. I just I was there for, you know, however long I could milk it. And one day I just uh I just bumped into my friend you know Rob Rob from All Timers. Maybe mm, not. I have met Yeah him. but anyways, my friend Rob, um he was with Danny Brady. <laughs> Danny Brady. Uh, you know, at the time he was Danny Brady. And uh, I just bumped into them in the street, <laughs> and I like I was just wandering around aimlessly, and they were like going to go skating or some shit, and then uh, I just tagged along with them, and then like after shortly afterwards, it was like you know my friend Stuart and Guy showed up, and then my friend Lev showed up, and then all of a sudden I was just surrounded by these English dudes, and they were like so entertaining to me at the time, you know, like they just. Spoke in this completely different way, and were just telling me all this crazy shit all the time, and I was like, "Whoa, dude, these guys are nuts!" <laughs> like, uh, I was just really uh, entertained by them. And we went skating and just had the best time. And um, and yeah, like I was there for no reason, and they were just there on vacation. So then, over the course of a week, we just hung out like every day. And um, by the end of it, they were like, "Yo, you should come to London, like whatever." And I was like, "What? Like, what do you mean? You know, like I never even thought about going to London." And, uh, and then also Over the same span of time I uh, just by coincidence Met my wife who just happened To be there like there's just like fucking There must have been like 30 people from London In New York at that time and I met Them sort of like you know Like at different stages over the course Of a week and like by the end of it I'd somehow Formed like close Enough bonds with people that it was like You know they're like Oh, come to London <laughs> And uh and that was pretty much it. I was like, I went home and I was like, you know, I was like, hmm, should I go to London? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I kind of like weighed it up. And if you're Canadian, you can go to go to London. Yeah. So I was like, uh, yeah, fuck it. I'm going to like apply for the visa and just go there and see what happens. And uh, it just, yeah. And from there, it was like all all of those little things that were just like, Yo, like hanging out with people it pretty much turned into like you know what my life is now which is trippy but that's like how it started
0: that's crazy man mm. met them all in new york that's that's a wild one yeah
1: yeah like all at once it was weird everything lined up perfectly yeah, <laughs> yeah kind of yeah yeah it's fucking weird to think about
0: Hey Ghost, the seasons are changing, we about to put away our summer gear, but one thing we always do over here at The Bunt is we keep it clean, man. So with fall, we are moving on over to the B-Shield collection featuring some of Brixton's favorite timeless designs. Hey,
1: we ain't the only ones keeping it young, fresh, and clean. <laughs> Yo, Dante Hill, saw him at the Glory Challenge, you know he's in the Brixton Union, and he keeps it mad fresh with the Arlo
0: Windbreaker and so can you, at Brixton.com, baby. Don't forget that Carlos Polo, available in navy, white, and the classic black. If you follow Brixton on Instagram, at Brixton, you'd already know about the B-Shield collection.
1: Keep up with the latest from Brixton, at Brixton on Instagram, at Brixton MFG on Twitter, and at Brixton on Facebook. B-Shield capsule, keep it clean, y'all. So once you're in London, how did you meet Lev Tanju? And uh, get on Palace, and more specifically, what's the major key to getting a box from Palace? <laughs> Just, uh, asking for a friend, eh? safe
2: Safa, man, you can't even you can't even talk that shit, man. I already gave you a box, dude. <laughs> I gave you a fucking huge box, man. What are you talking about, man? I blessed it. <laughs> You're tr- no. no, you need a no, no. fucking. What you gave you- us. Oh, it's a bag. You gave oh, us I gave a, you bag, a bag, yo. You, yo, you that's gave us better, a bag. You know? We secured it. That's way better, man. I got bags. <laughs> yo, I got bags, uh, boy. <laughs> we did secure a massive I got bags bag, for the boys, man. You know I'm all about boxes. <laughs> all right, you're still working. David
0: just enjoys seeing some coming in Still working on the, the
2: box, eh? Same. All right, all right. Um, all right, yeah, I'll send you a box, man. I'll tape it up. <laughs> Sorry about the huge bag. Um,
1: <laughs> but wait, sorry. What What was... Um, so how, how'd you meet Lev and get on Palestine? Oh, well, like,
2: Lev was one of those people I was talking about. You know, I'd like... In New York. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I met Lev. It was like a weird succession. I was like, bumped into Rob. He's like, yo, here. Yo, this is my friend Danny. I was like, oh, you're Danny Brady. Like, oh, what the fuck? You know, like, <laughs> whatever. And then it was like... Then my friend Stuart and Guy showed up and they were just like, you know, it was the day after Halloween and they'd been up all night. And they were like, ah, like just being all crazy. I was like, these guys are fucking hilarious. And then uh, we went to 12th and A. And then I remember Lev showed up, super salt tanned out, fucking like Adidas tracksuit, like head to toe. You know, at the time it was like people didn't dress like that. And I was like, who the fuck is this guy? You know, it's like he's got this presence about him. And um, yeah, he just he just rolled up and then I was like, oh, he knows these guys, whatever. And then we started skating and we just skated a bunch. And then it ended up being like Lev stuck around longer than all those other guys. So me and Lev kicked it the most at that point in time. And then, uh, you know, like it was it was then Lev was like, yo, like <laughs> I remember what, we were about to go out one night and you know that video, Trey Trill, when they were in uh, France? Mm, I don't know. A Palsman? Yeah, yeah. The one with like the Chewy, like when Chewy's skating, it's like Canon.
1: Oh, yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Morgan used to watch that part every damn day.
2: Yeah, exactly, man. I remember he fucking, he showed me that and like, I just met him and he's like, yeah, yeah, check out this video I made. I was like, oh, what? Like, you're the guy that makes this shit? Like, I was like, okay. And then he showed me that video and I was like, oh my god, like, it fucking blew my mind when I saw that. And then, um, he showed me that, and I was like, damn, dude, like, that's, you make that shit? And he's like, yeah, yeah, whatever. And I was like, oh, my God, that was fucking sick. And then uh we were kicking it, and then by the end, like, when he had to go home, he's like, yeah, man, you should come to London. And I was like, "Yeah," And he's like, yeah, whatever. And then, like, we just kept in touch, and he was like, yeah, come to London, like, I'll give you boards and shit. I was like, what? Like, no way. And, uh... Yeah, I mean we just you know, we just hung out, man. He's like Lev's like my fucking like good friend of mine, you know? It was like it was never like anything other than that.
0: Damn man, one trip to New York and things just fell into place, eh? <laughs>
2: well not really. I that, was like, that was like fucking, there, <laughs> that was like fucking that was like twentieth trip to New York, but yeah, sort of.
0: <laughs> so you skated for Palace for a while, but uh what's the deal? Are you still skating for him now? I mean, I hope not. Like, I don't think I'm no,
2: no, I'm definitely not. Like, I don't, I don't, dude, I don't even really skate anymore. Like, <laughs> I wish, you know, like, I wish, but I just don't. So, yeah, I don't think, I, no, I don't, I don't think I'm on Palace anymore.
1: <laughs> God damn it, man. Just behind the scenes these days, eh? Yeah, dude, I'm
0: a pencil pusher. <laughs> <laughs> well, we need to get you back, man. We need another part, dog. No,
2: nah, dude, I want to
0: skate, but...
2: Yeah, I fucking you guys know I broke my ankle, so I just uh, I haven't been able to skate and like, but I like, uh, dude, I can't I can't like film a trick that <laughs> that's like insane, you know. But I I wish I could go skating.
1: Fuck, that sucks to hear that you're still uh, busted. That was what we were just about to ask. Uh, what's up? Because <clears throat> you were injured when we were there. What's up with the body these days? Oh, uh, I mean, like, mend. yeah. Well, I don't know. I just like, I mean, fuck. How old are you guys?
2: 31 30. Yeah, yeah, like I noticed at that point it gets different, and I'm like 33. So it's like, you if you break your ankle at that point, it's like it's not the same. you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, I probably could go skate, but I'm not, uh, I'm not in a hurry to try,
0: you know, what in what a hurry I mean? to go film stuff or like or
2: whatever. You know, it's like maybe like I could do a kickflip right now, but I'd. You know i'd just be like oh like you know i was just fucking you know the other day i had to take a piss and i had to run because i was like i'm gonna piss myself <laughs> and then like i was like my ankle felt fine and then i was like i ran to the bathroom i was like oh that didn't feel good <laughs> you know what i mean like yeah, that's yeah, basically yeah. where i'm at as far as skating it goes so i'm just yeah. like i'm just not thinking
1: about it really Phil you on those aches and pains we're gonna need a couple clips from you you got two years i ain't gonna say why but <laughs> You know i
2: Oh, uh, that'd be dope, man. Yeah, don't get me wrong. Like, I, I'm like, I'm as much of a fucking skate nerd as anybody. Like, I love skating, but uh, I just can't. I can't think about it because it'll bum me out.
1: I feel you.
0: So, like you said, you're a married man. Got yourself a lovely lady who we've had the pleasure of hanging out with this past summer. We heard um, there's a funny story about when you met her. She was wearing a certain something, and uh, you knew she was the one right off the bat.
2: yeah i mean that is kind of that's pretty funny like um yeah i remember back to that situation whatever i met uh, like all these people from england (laughs) or in new york and uh there was party at the jane hotel or some shit on halloween and um it was like whatever it was just everybody i was friends with was like going to that thing and then it just so happened, it was like, yo, like, Lev and Seward and Brady and RZA and shit, like, we we went to that party. And then all my friends from New York went to that party. And at some point, uh, I remember Price, like, waving me down. There's this is a girl in, like, a like the shorties hoodie with, like, the S's on the sleeve. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he's like, yo, yo, come talk to this girl or whatever. And I was like, oh, my God, what the fuck? Like, I thought it was just, like, some super funny... Like, I Actually, I don't even know how to make sense of it because... If a girl knew enough about skate, like, (laughs) you know, it's like if she knew that that would be funny, that would be like too deep of her like skate knowledge (laughs) to be attracted to it. I don't even know. Like, I think I was just blacked out. I was like, shorties, you know what I mean? Like, (laughs) that was pretty much it. I was like, oh, yeah, shorties, like, hey, let's make out. And then... (laughs) Yeah, Sweet. I think it was more like that, actually, because fucking I definitely wouldn't be like, oh, yeah, like, you know enough about skating that you would appreciate my like fucking <laughs> like you would know how much fulfilled the dream resonates with me. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> but yeah, she was wearing daughter, a shorties man. hoodie and I was just like, let's make out. And then, um, yeah, we're, ma- we're married five years
1: now or like a, a month ago. Uh, damn, man. Shorty's all day.
0: Yeah, shout out, yeah. Shout shout out shout Muska,
2: Muster. man. Pretty much, yeah, it's Steve like Olson, pretty much,
0: know. yeah, Fulfill the Dream. That was the first video I ever saw. So Fulfill
2: the Dream created my marriage,
1: <laughs> basically. <laughs> it fulfilled the dream.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> hey, hey, you know what I mean? Anyway, hey, <laughs> Amazing. <laughs>
1: So, fuck, your foot's still a little banged up, but you said you could do a kickflip if you wanted to. I know, I know you remember the London challenge that we <laughs>
3: had going.
2: Yeah, that was brutal, but That was fucking painful, yeah, man. To watch. Well, Jacob came through and stunted on your ass. Had a nice fucking flick with the wallabies oh yeah, he on, man. just put me
1: to shame. But, <laughs> hey, I'm not the one on the fucking hot seat right now. We want to know if you are going to complete the London challenge at any point and if you do make sure you film it and send it to us.
2: Oh shit. Oh shit. What? Switch trade? <laughs> we switch just look for a kickflip. We just
1: want a kickflip. And if it-
2: Okay. Oh dude, I can do that right now. No matter how fucked up my Dude, that was pathetic. Oh.
1: <laughs> my
2: god. Safer. Dude, I could have done it at the time. Like I was like fresh out of the in, cast in flip flop. I probably no, could have done a kickflip. You, know
1: you were hurt, so I know that feeling when you're hurt. When you're hurt, you just skate <laughs>
2: safe, dude. When I'm better, I'll do a fucking nollie flip on that oh, shit. Man, no okay. problem. We no, got to no, no, get no, back. Just, there. Go back to the same fucking <laughs> <was> one.
1: <laughs> the same exact one.
2: I'll, I'll send you some yeah. Okay, that that'll King's be like arms. that'll be that'll be like That'll be our little celebration. When I can skate well enough again, I'll do whatever.
1: I want and someone we'll, to FaceTime you know, me. We'll talk about it. I want someone it. to FaceTime, yeah, FaceTime me FaceTime so I can see then... every attempt. Because, yo, I know how it is. When you're injured, you <laughs> oh, skate okay, a lot okay. better in your head. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> this guy was watching me injured on the bike. <laughs> just laughing. By <laughs> disgraced by my performance. But, yo, that yeah. kickflip on those London <laughs> right, cobblestones all right, all right. is hard as fuck, cuz.
2: All right, I'll go down there with Jacob, man. He, he's,
1: you know, he'll, he'll be honest. Yeah, shout, He did put me to shame, though. Shouts to the Wallabies kickflip. That was a dope kickflip, man, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: he killed it. So, yo, when we do these interviews, we usually holler at our guest friends, try and get some dirt stories, you know, see what the, the guests are really like behind the <laughs> curtains. But luckily for you, you got homies like Shrimp C and Aaron who ain't ready to spill the beans. Dude. <laughs> Dude, shout out to your homies oh, for man, being real like, makes, but, uh,
2: yeah, straight up, man, that makes me. I'm about to tear up.
0: Send them a little heart emoji. I'm gonna text.
2: tear up, man. I mean, I, the only reason I, I'm not is because you guys already told me that, and I'm fucking so grateful. The, the funny thing is, is
0: before we even
2: spoke, I sent Connor a fucking text message, <laughs> like an emotional text message that I was gonna see him tomorrow. So.
0: He knows. So so you're pretty lucky to have those guys. But unfortunately for you, when we were in London, you told me a story about getting kicked out of House of Vans. I was just wondering if you (laughs) you care to share that with the people.
2: (laughs) I mean, there's not much to it, really. I was just fucking shit-faced, and it was like some party at the House of Vans. And... Uh, Yeah, I do remember the point of going in and they were, like, asking me if I had a wristband. And I was just like, dude, I don't care that much, whatever. And they got all eggy with me. And I just saw, like, the fucking... I just saw the ramps, you know, like I saw like I saw like a line in my head and I was like, fuck this shit. And I just fucking bolted and all the security guards just started chasing me. And I was like, I was like hitting the hitting the line, you know, like I was like went over the hip and then I did like a kick turn (laughs) on the fucking quarter pipe. And they were all like it was like a cartoon. They're all like tripping over each other and shit. I was like running away from them (laughs) and then eventually they caught me and I just kind of remember them being like a little bit too like aggressive when they caught me and it kind of like made me switch a bit and (laughs) they like took me outside and I was like
0: ah like fuck
2: you like (laughs) kicking over barriers and shit and like just being stupid but I mean yeah there's nothing to it really I was just I was just being like a drunk idiot story house of (laughs) vans are you? yeah sorry what are, are you sorry <laughs> no of course not but actually i like the people that run the house of vans like yo shut up vans man <laughs> <laughs> yo 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 vans, yeah. But, uh, yo, yeah. Here, yo, vans man, hell yeah we fuck with vans don't we this is the bun, baby
1: this, this is the yeah this is some vans
2: dude. shit man yeah i fuck with vans so i'm sorry <laughs>
1: So last week Donald dropped some names on on Dan Plunkett and we just we're getting quick thoughts uh, and it was pretty funny so we're gonna do it again. <laughs> drop drop some names on you and then just give us your uh, your immediate reaction.
2: Okay, I don't think this is gonna go well, but. <laughs> oh,
1: you're all you're all about positive vibrations. All right, all
2: right, hit me, shit. hit me, hit me with some like good people, man. Hit me with some good shit. Yeah, right, we man. got some good ones. We got some all good all right. ones. Bradley Shepard. God <laughs> Charles Rivard <laughs> I like dude Words are escaping me You're like talking about people I have like a strong emotional Connection to Fucking, That's perfect I, know, I, I, I can't like nothing quick Comes to mind Chuck man well, I, like, I don't know what to say <laughs> Do, We gotta stop this Actually this isn't gonna go well
1: It's okay It's a <laughs> Zared Bassett Dr. Z Lucian Clark <laughs> Hey, can I session
2: that? <laughs> <laughs> Andrew Reynolds Oh, the boss, baby Come on <laughs> Okay, this and is last, cool, man uh, I like Waking it Ball. Yeah, we can keep going This is cool We got one more Wecking Ball
1: oh, let's, drop, let's drop a few more Oh, right. dude, I like
2: Wecking Ball, man I don't like fucking I don't know I wouldn't know what to say to him But he's fucking awesome um, Fabrizio Santos <laughs> <laughs> yes, man I am like, dude, Slam City Jam One Foot Crook, let's go
0: Carlos D'Andrade Same
2: shit, man, Slam City Jam Three Flip Everything Fuck with me, Carlos
0: <laughs> Matt Mumford
2: Oh, man, come on, that's what I'm talking about man. That zero shit The reason, man El Toro,
0: God, let's get it That's what I'm talking about <laughs> Oh, shit so like we said, we're meeting up in Montreal oh, this weekend. I got, got more. More? I got one more. I got one <laughs> more. One more for you, Chad Fernandez. <laughs>
2: oh man, Gargoyle! That's all I gotta say. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: oh shit! So like we said, we're meeting up in Montreal this weekend. The Episode's gonna drop the Wednesday after the contest. We trying to make you look like, uh, like a true. Uh, predictor of things what?
2: industry insider <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah is it gonna be disarmo bringing it back for canada or is i shot oh, taking the boat to the shit, states man, man that's the fucking I, I
2: was thinking about that today dude i gotta support wade man fucking right I gotta support wade i hope he's got it in him because i shot is a fucking beast
1: well i've got some insider info that I guess it's okay to say because this is coming out after, but I heard he rolled his ankle this morning at Dumbat. bet. shot? Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> oh,
2: you guys. It's <laughs> so harsh. What, you Sorry. guys got it that quick.
0: <laughs> What's it? Oh, but, uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay. And then uh, next one was, who would win between you and Saifa in a game of skate on oh. the cobblestones? Oh, oh dude. Wait, wait, cobblestones?
2: Not. Me for no, sure. The
0: cobblestones. Dude, He's got an
1: advantage. I fucking
2: there. wreck Saifa on the cobblestones.
1: Yeah, no, I'll give that to you. But, yo, if we talk in
2: normal, normal ground...
0: probably Saifa. I want to see the cobblestone game. Dude, dog. that's what not even worth you- seeing.
2: I would fucking wreck Saifa. <laughs> Dude, on the cobblestones, he doesn't shit. stand a chance.
0: On the ground, true. he would likely win. All I'll right. take that. That's nice of you. I'm down for that. So, man, last question, dog. What's next for Tori? <laughs>
2: Dude, I'm fucking... It's uh. It's 2.30 in the morning, I gotta get up at 8 tomorrow, I'm packing my bags, and I'm going to the Dime Glory Challenge. And I'm fucking stoked, man.
1: <laughs> so fucking sick. That's what I'm doing. Can't wait to see Dude, you. Dude, I didn't even notice you fucking... actually
2: they have a microphone. Why'd you pick up the mic now?
1: <laughs> I've had it this whole time. <laughs> really? <laughs> no, you You must my have been holding it like still.
2: below the... Uh, but yeah, I should pack my bag, man. I'm, I'm fucking hammered and I should uh, make sure I don't forget anything.
1: Real shit, real shit, all right. We just need to bless a little rapid fire and then we'll let you be on your way and we'll see you in two days. All right. <laughs> Y'all already know what time it is. It's rapid fire with the ghost. And this week we brought to you by Grand Collection. One of the cleanest, smoothest lines in the game. They got the best hats, pants, tees. You already know what it is. Yo, get over to GrandCollectionCo.com to check out your favorite skateboarders rocking the illest gear. All right, Tori, you got a nice little buzz on. Let's get these shots popping, bruv no shots man oh, maybe fuck your positive vibrations maybe
2: maybe B. maybe. i don't know if, oh, if some hate it. swells up i'll i'll let you know but <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right favorite skater mike carroll favorite video ftc penal code favorite video part lavar mcbride and trilogy favorite style lavar mcbride
2: <laughs> not up. Uh, yeah, like LeVar McBride's got a giant cast on and he's wearing like a turquoise shirt. That's that's my favorite song. Tea or coffee?
1: Depends mate. <laughs> Best pub in London. Oh dude, the Marquise of Lawrence. Shout out BMT, let's go. Best Max B track. Sexy love, I guess. Are fish and chips overrated? Eh, depends where you're at in your life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which skater had the biggest influence on the way you skate?
2: <laughs> Mike York.
1: <laughs> Dope. Jumping up doing them 720s? I just remember when I was a kid, like, I remember
2: getting mouse and I, I was like, I want to look like that. Like, he kind of had like bow leg and he, like his arms were out all weird. Like, I remember, I, that was the first time I remember trying to copy somebody.
1: Oh, true, true, true. Most talented skateboarder on planet Earth? Bradley Shepard. Favorite trick? Three flip, man. That's easy. Hardest trick for you?
2: <laughs> Most of them, man. Like <laughs> I don't know, yeah. Like <laughs> almost all of them. <laughs> Most illegal trick. Uh, I've had enough of the fucking throw on nose grind thing. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah you know, definitely. like I'd like the first couple times I was like, yeah, and then I'd, yeah, you know. The Andrew Allen. No, but he started it, so that's cool. But fucking,
1: I'd like never again. Right. <laughs> you know. Yeah, I could, I, I could back that. Favorite clip you've ever gotten?
2: You know what, that nollie and rear heel flip, it, the one that was in that DVS ad, I <laughs> oh, couldn't yeah. believe I did that. Like, I was like, it was like a fucking miracle. So I'll, uh, and you
1: got the sequence
2: yeah dude I like I stayed up all night the night before like you know like back then you had to like arrange everything you know it was yeah. like you had to like I didn't have a cell phone it was like a call up, call like you know shout out Dave Christian be like yo Dave I'll see you there at like six pm tomorrow <laughs> and, like yeah. you know like fucking no know, who knows what's gonna happen in between then and now and you just gotta like be there but yeah so yeah super
1: rapid fire that one (laughs) dude that was that was a big time big time move at the time (laughs) still is to this day yeah i'll take that one man
2: although i hate that trick that trick's like stinking but yeah go ahead
1: (laughs) what's the one trick that got away
2: (laughs) dude i all like i hardly get away with them
1: What's the last new trick you learned?
2: No, the last trick I remember doing and having never done it before was a, like a full
0: cab crooked grind. You know what I mean? Like half cab, half revert? cab crook revert.
1: <laughs> what the fuck did you call it? A
0: full cab crooks. A full... That makes
1: cro- sense. A full cab crooked grind. I guess that's...
2: I guess like, I, you know, if I did it, it was probably more of like a thing. 360. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, Like, just, like, just it.
1: fucking <laughs> hit the ledge. All right, right, right. Yeah, what's your dream job after skating? <laughs> <laughs> dream job, dude, man. I don't fucking skate for a living, so I don't have to don't, worry about that live. shit. <laughs> it's
2: funny when some of the
1: questions are like geared towards
2: um if Dream job after skating? Like, I don't know. Like, if I was smarter, I'd like to be like Elon Musk or some shit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, like I'll, dude, I'll take what I can get. I'm like happy to earn a living, you know. Real shit.
1: Favorite local brand? Sternum, man. Fuck the chest. <laughs> Sick. <laughs> Hell yeah. Favorite local skater? Valentine,
2: man. Valentine, BMT. Yeah, no, definitely Val, Val. Yeah, yeah.
1: Favorite teammate ever? Uh, uh, Charlie Young. Worst company?
2: They're all. I, hey, it's obvious, but pizza skateboards is the worst company ever, isn't yeah. it? God damn, yo. Pretty obvious. Yeah, yo. that's like that's the that's the correct answer. Worst trend. It's like Mr. Dress Up skateboarding is pretty bad.
1: <laughs> I feel you. Worst style.
2: Fucking worst style? Daniel Espinoza. I fucking hate <laughs> like like Yeah Whoa, yeah boy, yeah, yeah. yeah. That no, that, that, that one came
1: in. I was like, yeah, no, that's the worst style I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah. You know what? Yo, I'm gonna have to go ahead and 1,000% back that one. See, hell yeah, that.
2: That's what and I'm it's talking about. And some more gunshots.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No. No. That
2: that that came up recently. I was like, yeah, that guy is the fucking worst.
1: Dude, I randomly landed on his Instagram like a month or two ago, and I, yo. That dude is fucking. I couldn't like, believe.
2: I, I couldn't believe that guy skated for like Lakai
1: and shit. Seems kind of cooped out. If you look yeah, at this, yeah. This I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Last person you want on the sesh.
0: Another
2: one, Sibo Walker. <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> I'm not trying to skate with that guy.
0: <laughs> Dusted. Holy shit, dude. Tory, man, that's gonna wrap up the interview, dog. You killed it. Thank Can you I for just, stepping inside just, studio. Just e. be mean at the end. <laughs> That's all, it's all in good fun. Hey, man. Sometimes all the right. industry no, needs no, some realness.
2: I was kidding. Yeah, but fuck those dudes, man. They suck. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's the positive vibrations we like to hear in studio. E, man. <laughs> All right, all right. All right, Tori, man. Pack all right, your bags. I'll see you guys on Friday, sleep. man. Fuck yeah. can't wait, man. Hell yeah. All right. We're bringing them big sticks from T Dot, all right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pull up with the stick. <laughs> all right, yeah, yeah. I'll see you guys then. All right, Tori. All right. Welcome back to the post office, brought to you by our good friends over at Time Bomb Trading. And this week, S is proud to announce the Aura Vulk is back. Based on requests from skateboarders around the world, the new and improved Aura Vulk is back in the house and ready to rock. Coming from the original lineup of shoe models from 1995, the S Aura comes with a new vulcanized sole to cater to the needs of the new generation. Get down to your local skate shop and get yours before it's too late. Let's get into these emails, man. You've got mail.
1: All right, first up, we got an email from Mandrew Horace, new listener in from Oakland, California. The last few weeks have been revolutionary as I've been binge listening to all the episodes of my new favorite media outlet. Days can seem super long in the office. Love 3D modeling, architectural sheet metal, and I need to thank the bunt for helping me stick it out. I also love the Nine Club, but after a couple weeks of Canada's finest, Chris sounds like a nerd and a jerk. Jeez. I would love to hear Kelly Hart on the bunt to fire shots at Chris and Roger on wax for their relentless, unwarranted put-downs. We all know that they are jealous of Kelly's superior flat ground game and of course his fakey tray, fakey Manny on Santa Monica courthouse stage. Any chance he would get the two pods in one room for an episode?
0: Keep up the good work. I'll be listening every week, you dig? Yeah, that could go down. Two pods in one room? I've always wondered why they got Chris Roberts switchflip Manny playing in the background when guy sitting in the corner fakey tray, fakey Manny. <laughs> did, but hey man, it is what it is. The hating on Kelly. Yeah, we've talked to Kelly, or Donald, you have.
1: Mm-hmm. He owed you S-shoes. Did you ever get those? He's
0: owed us S-shoes for quite some time, man. I think uh, he may have lost the address, though. Damn. <laughs> Kelly, where you at, cuz? One day, one day, Kelly Hart will be in the building. Was it from your edits of Wade back in the day? Yeah, so I had to stop, man. <laughs> Shut it down. Production was over. Kelly, holler. Next up, we got an email from Tim G., What's good you bump boys, been listening to the pod for a few seasons now, ever since the homie Eric tuned me on to the realest one out, The Bunt Live. After one episode of The Bunt, all other pods have me snoozing. love the format, and how you boys keep it real, thanks for keeping it popping every week to make those Wednesday commutes a little less hectic. Before getting to the question, I want to pose a little suggestion. Hook the people up with a rapid-fire recap at the end of the season, a segment highlighting the best shots fired during each season. I've gone back and listened to nearly every episode, and there have been some heavy hitters worth repeat and reminding, even if it's just for laughs. Shout out to Austin Gillette for that season six rampage. A compilation of pain to recap the season will be a welcomed addition to an otherwise flawless pod, you diggy? That one is uh, right up Ants One's alley, man. Ants, we're
3: looking at you for that recap. We're too lazy to do. Yeah,
0: you keep saying you're for the people, Ants. These are the (laughs) the people, though.
3: (laughs) All right, all right, I got you. Maybe a little bump bonus rapid-fire recap after Season 7. We'll see what happens. Anyway,
0: there's a quick question, but it's here for y'all. D. Jones, Safe Dog, Rants One. I want to hear from each of you. Whether in the world of skateboarding, sports, music, books, etc., who or what are currently your top three biggest influences? All right, my G's, keep up the good work. Big ups and respect from Tim G, Chino, California. P.S. What's really good with the bun shop? Been trying to get my hands on a global handshake hoodie for far too long. It's about to get cold out and your boy is trying to stay warm in some bunk gear this winter. Restock ASAP you from Cali man how cold can it get down there dog but yo it's been a pretty hectic summer for us we've been talking about getting clothes popping like you said for far too long but hopefully you won't have to wait much longer as far as my three biggest influences right now i'm gonna have to pick one from from three different categories music i'm gonna go with octavian big ups to movement spaceman mixtape just came out feeling that guy feeling his swag his lyrics the beats all that Uh, In the sports world, anybody who knows me knows Rob Gronkowski, the supreme athlete at tight end in the NFL. In his own tier, he always keeps me hyped. Love the way he plays the game, except for when he jumps on a defenseless guy's back. Even I know that was wrong. And uh, in the world of skateboarding, I know I'm going to pronounce this guy's name wrong, but I saw him this weekend at Dime Glory. Jolte Hallberg, nicest flat ground in the game. guy's a gangster, man. Real shit. Can't go wrong with any of those three. Shit, if you've been listening to this show,
1: you could probably guess what I'm going to say. In the sports world, I'm going with Kobe, Bean, Bryant. Dude, still making it pop. Legend in the game, you know what I'm saying? Winning Oscars, training all the top dogs in the NBA this summer, or like working out with them or whatever. Just a legend. Anytime I see an update from him, it makes me happy. Um... In skating, I'm going to go with Ashad Ware right now just because I just Ooh. saw him In the Glory Challenge and just watching him Roll around before the contest Even started was epic He's magical on the board uh, But also Brian Wenning Just his comeback just fucking Inspiration for days And then uh, in music I Just got to go with Gigs and Skepta Gigs, run up That's all I listen to, I haven't been listening to much music lately But that's my
3: shit Yo, what are my influences these days? Start with music. Uh, right now, I'd have to say I go with Icy Twat. That motherfucker is a genius. Producer out of Chicago. Just dropped an album called Dream Boy. You gotta go check that out, man. That shit is wavy as fuck. That shit's getting plays right now. Uh... I have to also say, because I'm a huge music fan, right now I'm also listening to this new series I found called Rhythm Roulette. That shit is legit. I don't know if you guys ever heard of it before, but basically they take the illest producers from around the globe. They just sit them down in the studio, give them three records and they got to make a beat using all three or if one, if they want. And yo man, there's some crazy producers they already got on there. Ninth Wonder, Havoc from Mobb Deep. Um, Mac Miller was on there, rest in peace. Uh, you know, just the list goes on. It's an amazing show. If you guys are producers out there, or you guys listen to music. That shit's super fun uh, Sports I'm gonna I'm gonna put this in with skateboarding sports and skateboarding honestly right now um, Ledges are motivating the shit out of me and because of that Bobby the Kaiser is getting heavy play Man that motherfucker is stupid on a skateboard like this guy's flipping it all sorts of ways coming out of ledges in the most awkward positions. I love seeing that type of shit. That's like my 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 go-to uh, skate footy uh, that I like to watch. <clears throat> that being said, Morgan Smith, that blind part with recognized by Nas, that shit, I've, I've watched that shit so many times. The ledge combos get me every time, bro. Morgan Smith, you a G. And the last one, I'm gonna throw my own one in there. Life as an inspiration. What's inspiring me in life right now? First thing that comes to mind is marijuana. Yo, that fucking good good. Honestly, I get some of my best ideas when I'm high as fuck in my own mind. You know, just letting my thoughts go, listening to some good music, skating, cruising, having fun. It really puts you in a different perspective of life and sometimes it's necessary. So all in all,
0: skateboarding, sports, and the UK, man. Those yeah. are our influences right there.
1: Real talk. All right, next up, we got an email from Ben. What's up, my dudes? Not much in the way of NBA news these days, so figured I'd get a little crossover. A question going. In a world where the NBA skated, which five NBA players got it like that and would be key members of the Switch Tray gang? Conversely, which five NBA players and their dusty asses are out here representing 360 inward heel gang? I'll get things started. For me, I got Giannis as captain of the Switch Tray Gang with his smooth yet powerful style and good sense of humor that would fit right in with the ghost. And while at one time I would have put him in a conversation for Switch Tray Gang, DeMarcus Cousins did the NBA equivalent of a dolphin flip going to the Warriors. And for that, he's relegated to doing YouTube tutorials on 360 Inward Heels. Love the pod, no other duo,
0: so dutifully give the people what they need. Thanks doggies. So we're gonna go back and forth three for three. Switch tray gang, switch inward heel gang. Let's spark it with the the inward heel gang, man. <laughs> Aka the fucking
1: kooks. Uh we gonna go with Andre Roberson. That fool is supposed to be a three and D guy, but he can't even hit free throws. So you know his his skate trick selection would be whack as fuck. Figure it out.
0: Uh obvious answer, JaVale McGee. The uh, poster boy of Shaq and the Fool. If you're shooting at the wrong baskets and shit sometimes, you definitely ain't going to know what tricks you should do. I'm going to follow that up with Ben Simmons. This guy doesn't know if he
1: shoots right or left-handed, a.k.a. figure it out. (laughs) 360 inward heels.
0: Next up, Zaza. You out there pulling kook moves, putting your feet underneath man's jumping. That's an inward heel for sure. And then possibly the biggest loose ball kook in the nba you still love him in his orlando days dwight howard 360 inward heels for life and my final one sticking with the theme of big men in the nba tristan thompson dog <laughs> we ain't built the same g <laughs> <laughs> now we'll switch it over to the switch trade gang in better news this is gonna be six of the steesiest mans in the nba Spark it off with Gerald Green with a hairdo and swag like that. You know the switch trays will be plentiful. And pop
1: way out the building. I'm gonna follow it up with possibly the steeziest dude in the league. On the planet, maybe. A loose ball of the Bear Stees. Nick
0: Young. Switch trays would be smooth as fuck. Back that up with PJ Tucker. That hard-earned blue collar switch tray. You gotta love those. He's ticked for switch trays, man, but. Whatever, (laughs) That's what I'm saying be
1: sick Rod Farrin's had a switch Tray in him Yeah they'd be like Big mans back in the day
0: Posse posty Super quick switch Trays
1: Ain't gotta be big Fat man switch Trays That's what I like Um, I'm gonna back it up With uh, Let's go with CJ McCollum Another smooth Operator You know what I'm saying Mid range sniper
0: That's like a switch Tray kind of Kind of man My third and final One Someone I'm looking Forward to watching This season going to be Luka Doncic, new man to the league, smooth criminal. He's going to have a switch tray. And, uh last but not least, switch
1: tray captain, general, leader of the army, LeBron James, man. <laughs> Just kidding. He fucking 360 and heels for show. Oh, gosh. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with, with his good homie who's another smooth operator who can't get no love in the media these days. Carmelo Anthony, man. Can't get no love for a reason. Another mid-range mid sniper. Uh, best of luck in Houston, man. I hope this next chapter, you know what I'm saying, gets you some of your fans back.
0: <laughs> what about a ring, man? That's what you should be you know looking that for. Too. All right, y'all. That's going to wrap up the post office. Keep sending them emails into the live at gmail.com. Only two episodes left. You want your voice to be heard. This is the place for the people over here. Y'all know what time it is. It's the skateboard world source for sports. The rundown, another big week in the NFL. Week two, they're flying by already. Just a little while ago, we were begging for football and now we got more than we can handle. Big news this week. Cleveland had enough with Josh Gordon. Supposedly the man showed up late to practice on Saturday, had a hurt hamstring. So in Cleveland fashion, they announced they're going to release him. And then obviously people are willing to compensate the Cleveland Browns for Josh Gordon. So they retract the statement and say he's on the market. And you know who's showing up. Bill Belichick ready to take a chance on a primetime athlete in the flash Is this the best weapon outside of Rob Gronkowski that Tom Brady's had in his career since Randy Moss? I have no clue because I wasn't (laughs) watching football when he
1: was really popping a few years back. I've seen flashes of flash last season and obviously his touchdown week one uh, was big time on his only target, I think. But uh, it's an exciting duo, but it might be one of those ones where your boy Tom Brady falls off the cliff. Just as he gets the best weapon he's ever had, or one of them, and no, and we don't get what to see the magic. What indication
0: has, has <laughs> he given you that he's fallen <laughs> off this cliff? Did you see Jacksonville beat the shit out of them? It was a close game at the end. It was They blew him out in the first bit and obviously had to switch up their game plan. Game script goes a lot into it, man. When you're down in the first half and fighting back, it's easier to play defense. Yo,
1: they call him Blake Bortles. Blake the snake, yo popping all over brady's ass
0: you're a jaguars fan now you just (laughs) cheer for whoever is playing the patriots and i I respect that but josh gordon welcome to foxborough baby this is gonna be interesting yeah i'm actually genuinely uh hyped to see it definitely
1: always hoping the best for josh gordon just because the struggle's real but uh Hopefully, he keeps it together and they, they may imagine they won the Super Bowl. Nah, fuck that.
0: Okay. Yo, shouts to the Browns, though. The New England Patriots clearly needed a wide receiver since the beginning of this league's year in March. They have made 28 moves involving a wide receiver. And uh, Josh Gordon is just what the doctor ordered, man. So, thank you to Cleveland and pulling off another Cleveland leg move, man. Crazy. The Lev Bell situation still ongoing, still ain't showing up. Are we going to see James Conner for 10 weeks or what? You know what? I'd be fine with that. I'm a Lev Bell first
1: round picker, and James Conner has been popping. Matter of fact, I'm first place in all three of my leagues, 2-0, and baby. <clears throat> Feels good. Yeah, you know where you <laughs> learned it from, man. Um, oh, Did news- we, didn't we tell the people that I dusted you last week in the opening week? It was, a close, th- it was a close match. I think, I think it was happening that night. We recorded on Monday. <laughs> this is
0: classic for you, though. Yeah. Quick start. Same Uh-oh. thing happened last year. And uh, hey, only one man wins, dog. And you ain't won nothing, and neither have I. So. First hey, but you got to you gotta, you gotta Take pat it, yourself dude. on the back while you can in the regular season. You always like to pat yourself on the back. It's something so you do, do regularly, you. so. So do you. Hey, man, just, uh check the Yahoo Fantasy football record books, and we'll see. <laughs> Quickly approaching my 100th win, so. Hypocrite
1: warning within five seconds of his statement. Sorry, the same statement where I pat myself <laughs> on the back turned into you patting yourself on the back.
0: Hypocrite warning. Just want to make sure that the people know that uh, that information is available <laughs> on Yahoo. Uh, so we saw once again Patrick the Magician or Patrick the Monster or Money Mahomes is doing his thing. Ten touchdowns in his first two NFL starts. Is he stoppable or do we have our league's new Deshaun Watson, man? We got the new Deshaun Watson. I'm fucking loving it.
1: I already loved KC, hated Alex Smith. This is exactly what the doctor ordered for them. If they could, If their defense could step their game up, they'd be a true unstoppable powerhouse but even with a bad d pat mahomes look like looks like he's just gonna fucking outgun everyone
0: i'm uh, real hyped to watch kc all season so the vikings and the packers were in a goddamn barn burner and we ain't seen the last of this rivalry they're meeting up at least once more in the regular season and then probably gonna have to go through each other to get to the super bowl because that's what both of them got their eyes on who were you more impressed by the Minnesota Vikings being able to stifle the bad man in Aaron Rodgers or Aaron Rodgers going up against Minnesota's D and uh, not backing down. I was more impressed with uh, the Vikings.
1: It was in Lambeau. Aaron Rodgers didn't even have that good of a game. Oh. Like, one of the scores was a, a block kick. I think he only had two TDs. I think he had one TD on his hobbled-ass leg. Really? I mean, yeah, that was impressive to even, you know, come out and play on one leg, basically. But... Captain Kirk, if it wasn't for that damn kicker, would have had a huge over. win for the Vikings. They had two chances to win it with kicks. But uh that game was just a barn burner. And ties
0: are weird. Don't know how to feel after a tie. I can't imagine being a player. They gotta switch that up. You can't be tying in the NFL, man. Yeah, that's super I need wild. uh I need a winner or a loss. But I'm gonna give it to Aaron Rodgers. Obviously, Green Bay isn't known for its defense, Minnesota is, and uh coming out. I thought Minnesota was gonna was gonna whoop them, man. I honestly I didn't think it was gonna be as close as it was. So I'll give it to Aaron Rodgers. Kirk Cousins should have been able to finish the job, dog, with all For, his weapons. Are you kidding me? They missed three field goals in that game.
1: Yeah, but that's still. nine points right there. That's Kirk got them in position. I don't put that on. Get Kirk. them in the end zone, dog. He, Get he, them in the end he zone. He threw four TDs. Yeah, well, you needed five this week, dog. All right, agree to disagree. Kirk did everything he could,
0: but win. Okay. Next up, the Los Angeles Rams seem to be deep in every goddamn position there is. They got uh, two of everything where some guys or some teams like the Buffalo Bills look like they got fucking high schoolers out there playing. (laughs) What is the ceiling for the Los Angeles Rams? Is it Super Bowl or bust? Oh, it's Super Bowl or bust for them for the foreseeable
1: future when they're that good on both ends. It's scary, man and what was i don't know what was more impressive or disappointing the rams offense and defense or sam bradford's dusty ass is he done he's
0: done 95 yards josh rosen man please stand up and take over this starting job that's 20 mil for sam bradford though he's got the best agent in the game <laughs> that guy's never played 60 i don't even think he's played 16 games once that's atrocious man You got David Johnson And you're running him Right up the gut 16 Fire the coach too You gotta see David Johnson's uh, is running route track Or whatever you call Those things Yeah Straight up the gun Nothing to the outside No passes Two runs over five yards David Johnson's a bad man And that's what you're Getting out of him Fire them all dog I saw the coach Said something about He promised David Johnson Was gonna
1: run Different routes next week Or some weird shit Like
0: Way better I'd hope so Your job's on the line It's funny that Sometimes like The
1: average Fan like me and you Can just see something That a coach That's getting paid millions Like can't see You know Like And at what- this
0: point You've scored six points In two weeks You think you're gonna try Something new with the guy <laughs> Jesus Christ So we're gonna finish up The rundown By picking our Fantasy football MVPs for week two Ghost, the floor is yours my man.
1: Bro, it's fresh in my mind. I'm going with the Bears defense and Khalil Mack. It uh they won me my week, two weeks in a row, a pick 6 won me my week, locked it down on Monday night football. Bro, Russell Wilson, the bad man that he is. He got sacked, I think 6 times, couple strips. Fucking Khalil Mack was everywhere at once. It was savage. I was playing against Russell Wilson as well kind of he's always scary to go against because you never know what the fuck he's gonna pull out of his hat but uh they had him on his ass all night and um coming off that really epic loss last week oh if the bears were to go oh and two that would be brutal saying, they came back and now all is right in fucking bears land and uh trubisky's a little loose but that defense is going to keep giving him opportunities, so mm-hmm. good luck to them this season.
0: What do you predict for the Bears' final record? Uh, eight and eight. Damn. I was going to say, if they get to 10 and six, that's a good season for them. They got to play the Packers and the Vikings twice each. So, and I, Yeah, I just... S- Trubisky, six, son of a bitch. I mean,
1: hopefully he gets better as the season goes, but,
0: man, he does some loose shit. Yeah, he's got some work to do. So for my fantasy football MVP of week two, it's obviously Ryan Fitzpatrick, a.k.a. Fitz Magic, and Deshaun Jackson. It's a duo ting. 75-yard TD on the first play of the game. Get out the way, man. Jameis Winston, you're done, son. <laughs> That's going to wrap up episode 10. Thank you all very much for listening. We're going to catch you all next week. Peace out, y'all.